Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Well, welcome back. Uh, you know, the, the past couple of weeks have been interesting uh, for me, and I didn't talk about it uh, before because, to be honest, I thought uh, some of it wasn't good, and I, and I just didn't know where where my my life was going to end up not me not not me personally but h- how I was going to be affected by some things that were happening so like you always hear me say on the show that I believe in covid I had it I just think the the media over publicizes the thing and acts like it's the death to everybody right that's because it, it's happened to a lot of people it's happened to a lot of people that I know even uh, at least friends of friends you know well, uh, my brother's been in the hospital. I'm, I'm, normally, this is a comedy show, but I'm starting off with this just to tell you. My brother was in the hospital. He had COVID. It wasn't good. Um, he was in there three or four. I'm, I'm going to butcher some of these, you know, just rough rough numbers. He was in there three or four days with, uh, you know, he, he wasn't breathing well. He was on oxygen. Uh, and then they moved him to a ventilator. So... Without going into any uh, any personal details about his um, health, uh, that's not good, right? So I thought, 
well, that's not good. That's what I thought. Uh, you know, and then it rolls into um, day two. Uh, and it was a little worse. And day three was a little worse. And so I just thought that meant one thing. Uh, that's what I thought it meant. And at the exact same time, uh, one of my lifelong best friends had COVID and was a hundred percent oxygen. And, um, <laughs> this is a weird thought. This is a weird thought to say out loud. Um, uh, when I found out my brother was, was on the ventilator and a hundred percent oxygen and still was fading, um, that made me feel a certain way. And at the same time, my, my friend didn't get that far, but he was a hundred percent oxygen. And the next step is the ventilator. And I spoke to him on the phone. He didn't sound good at all. Um, it w like went from tearing up about it. This is a crazy thought because you because you think it's like oh it's double it's double worse is that a that's probably not correct terminology uh but that's what I thought like it, now it's like two times the thought went from tearing up to almost like being numb about it because the thought of my brother and one of my best friends not not being here that was just a weird thought right not to not to be all deep about it but i'm just saying that uh, i didn't talk about that because i didn't know where it was going to end up and to be honest i i didn't want to talk about it but the reason that i'm speaking about it today this is crazy i talked to my friend on saturday i didn't think it was going to be i he didn't sound good at all and um i think I, I once again i could blow the day i think they let him go home tuesday maybe wednesday he went home, like from 100% oxygen to being off of oxygen, breathing on his own, talking a lot better. Yeah, I'm sure he's still weak and tired, but he got to go home. Um, at almost the same time, but I think maybe a day later. Like I said, I'm blowing some of these exact days. A day later, Thursday or Friday, um, my brother, they reduced the amount of oxygen. They were, like, trying to bring him out of uh, sedation just to see, I guess, to see how it would go. Um, he started breathing on his own. He was in ICU. He was, like, in the worst stage of ICU. I think I'm I'm pretty accurate with some of this. Uh, yeah, I couldn't go see him, so it's not like I, I didn't I didn't know. Actually, I found out just today that I could go see him. I, <laughs> now, now, not, not then. And um, he pulled out. And I believe a doctor said, if I'm not butchering this, the doctor said, you're the first person with COVID pneumonia who was on the ventilator at that level who walked out of this hospital. I think that was how, how it was worded. So even though normally I start this, you know, I like try to tell funny stories, That that's the thing that was happening. But the reason I'm telling you is because both my, you know, like uh, last couple of weeks, last week for sure, um, it wasn't good. Uh, mentally, was not good for me. Like it was a, a, a weird spot to be in. I mean, and then, and then imagine their actual families. They both have families. Both have wives and they have kids. Like imagine how how they felt, right? So, um, but uh, it's crazy. My brother, <laughs> my brother is texting me. Like he, we're, I haven't spoke to him on the phone since he got out. I text him today and I kind of felt dumb because I'm like, Hey, can I come see you? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, what, when he's like, anytime. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of feel like an idiot. Cause I knew I couldn't go when he was on the COVID wing, but, uh, it, so he's better. So here, here's the thing. Uh, 
and I and I know some people around the world are different. Sometimes it didn't work out for a family member that you know, but uh, it did for me, and it did for both of them. So, uh, you know, I mean, look, a lot of people listen to this show, um, but for all the ones that are spiritual and religious and and prayed, I like I, I saw I saw that, um, you know, people were were asking me questions about b- both people, uh, my my friend and my brother. Um, the, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to word it. The prayer community, let's word it that way. The prayer community was, it was unbelievable. There were people all over the country who called and said, Hey, we've been praying for your brother. We've been praying for your friend. Um, I, all over the country, just like people who know people who know people would call and so was, that's a crazy thought to think that um, you don't know who really cares until until something happens. And um, I, I I don't know how to word that right. I'm not going to tear up on the show, but I uh, you 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 don't know how many people care about you, and I and I feel that uh, I feel that is the same for, for a lot of people's situations. Uh, even if you feel like lost or, or trapped and you're like, does anybody even really care about these problems? Look, I found out through this that, that people do. So, so for, for the people that listen to the show, like once again, I'm not famous. So probably most of the people that listen to the show, I'm sure I've known in life at some point. Uh, thank you. I, I think that's probably the best way to word it. Uh, and, and that's it. Uh, it, that's it as far as that goes. Uh, now, how do you how do you go from starting the show? By the way, it's not Debbie Downer. It was down. Uh, you know, it was like a Debbie Downer moment, but but it ended in something pretty awesome. And uh, you know, he's not out yet, but like he's g- good. I mean, not normal, right? I mean, he was on a ventilator for for eight or nine days or whatever it was. Yeah, he's not he's not great, but like he's gonna make it. Like he's he's good as far as that goes so a uh, pretty pretty amazing thing um so i don't know how do i transition from something like that where i kind of got a little worked up about it <laughs> how do i transition eh, i'll just start with this so the other day i was uh i was in the living room and i was watching tv now i i am not um i didn't tell my daughters to do this they've done it on their own so it's kind of a cool thing i guess of what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> she watches TV shows. Now, when I tell you what my eight-year-old daughter uh, watches, some people are going to get worked up. Listen, it wasn't me. Don't blame it on me. Blame it on the grandparents. So there was a time period uh, where my father-in-law, who lives in another state, um, worked in Oklahoma for a little bit. So he stayed here. He stayed at our house. Like, he lived here. And... Um, he would. I would let him have the TV. Let him like I'm like, like I was his master. Uh, I, he would watch TV in the living room. I didn't. I didn't watch movies. I knew he went to bed earlier than I did, so it was his time. It was his show. Like I, I even gave him my recliner. We got more than one rec- one recliner in the living room, but uh, he liked to sit in the one that that you would typically designate as mine. Thanks, Rick, for taking my chair. So, uh, anyway, like, so he would go in there and he would watch TV shows and uh, things he'd, like, CSI. Um, oh, man. What, what's the other one, like, CSI? There's NCIS. 
That's like CSI too. Criminal Minds. There you go. There you go. So he he watched seasons of these. And my daughters, because, you know, of course, it was in the living room, they would sit around and watch them too. Well, it fired up my eight-year-old daughter. She literally loves those shows. And I don't know as a parent that she should be watching these, but I'm about to get, I'm going somewhere with this. And um, so, <laughs> so she would watch these shows with her grandpa. And now she loves them. He doesn't live here anymore. I mean, it, he had his own house. I'm just saying he stayed here when he worked, right? But he didn't even stay here anymore. He's, he's back uh, in the state he lives in. So my daughter still watches these shows, CSI, Criminal Minds. I don't know. You know, it's weird as a parent because she's eight. Like, is she supposed to be watching serial killer shows every day? I don't know. I, maybe I'm not doing it right. I'm just telling you all that to get to this part. So she's watching this episode of Criminal Minds. And I'm in the living room. So I, I wasn't watching the whole show, but I sat down. And you know how those shows are, those Criminal Minds shows, those CSI shows. Like, if you sit down and watch five minutes, you could get hooked on these things. Like, it's, like you could if you... So that's what happened. I sat down just in the living room. I, I caught the show. It was already started. I watched like five minutes. And then she fast forwards it. And I don't, I don't get what's happening. And to be honest, I'm kind of annoyed about it because in those five minutes, now all of a sudden I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this show. And so she fast forwards it. So I say, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like I'm all fired up about it. Like, this is my favorite show of life. I was like, what are you doing? And she said, moi, moi. I'm like, what? She's like, moi, moi. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, if you listen to all these shows, you know that I get a little madder than I should about little stuff. And I'm like, what are you, what is mama, what is mama, what, why did you fast forward it, she's like, mama, I'm like, I don't, God, don't, I don't know what that is, I don't know what that is, she's like, they were kissing, all right, now, listen, uh, as a dad, who, who didn't make the rules for this show, um, you know, Felt pretty good as a parent that my kid felt like she shouldn't even be watching <laughs> adults making out on the TV show. So she fast forwards it. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's cool. And then she fast forwards it till the making out on the show is over. And she pushes play. And this is the very next scene. <laughs> this is the very next scene. Remember, she fast forwarded the kissing part. And the very next scene on Criminal Minds was a severed head in a box with blood all over the box. And then the, uh, the, the camera pans to the walls and it looks like you had a five gallon buckets of, of blood and threw it all over the walls. And that's the part that she just is like, is cool. Uh, this is Criminal Minds. We're going to figure out who did this. Like, <laughs> so all, all in like a, a 15 second span, I thought, yeah, I guess I'm a good parent. Uh, you know, she's fast-forwarding these, uh, let's call it for the sake of this podcast, fast-forwarding these pervert parts, you know, just to get to, you know, the murder scenes. That's that's pretty good. And then I thought right then, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm not. Remember remember, like eight seconds ago when I thought I was a good parent? Maybe I'm not. Like when, I didn't know when I thought that was. <laughs> she's eight. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, my mom, by the way, 
wouldn't even let me watch The Simpsons growing up. And I wasn't even sheltered. Like, I was way not even a sheltered kid. But for whatever reason, she wouldn't let me watch Married with Children. I, I don't know why. She wouldn't let me watch uh, The Simpsons. And, uh, I, seriously, Mom? I mean, like, later... I, Hold up, hold up. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm about to bust my mom out for the world right here. Does anybody remember the movie Stripes? Stripes. You remember the movie Stripes? Well, in Stripes, there were like five nudity scenes. We watched Stripes every day after school. Stripes would be on the TV. To include, oh, by the way, my, my, my brother, who I just told you the story about. It was my brother's favorite m- movie when he was like four. Four and five and she used to try to fast forward the scenes, and then we watched it so much that she just didn't care anymore, and we watched Stripes every day. At the same time that she allowed me to watch Stripes, you want to let me watch The Simpsons, Mom? Are you being serious? What an unbelievable deal. Does anybody, are you guys listening to this? Once again, we weren't even sheltered. I don't know what were you trying to prevent. I couldn't watch the cartoons, but I could watch the, you know, the <laughs> the wrestling scenes. Like, literally, mud wrestling scenes and stripes. You'd have to watch the movie. But, uh, yeah, what a crazy thought. Mom, you better get it together, lady. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I, I already talked about church camp. I, 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 I told you about all that stuff. But I'm gonna, let, me, let me flip back to this COVID deal. Hey, I, Monday, uh, I didn't feel good. I was like, oh, my gosh, do I, do I have the vid is what I thought. And so I went down and tested. I went with my daughter. She didn't feel good either. So uh, we rolled down that the morning, the same morning we didn't feel good. We woke up not feeling good. We are like, oh, pr- we probably got it. So we go to the to the clinic there have you guys got i don't want to talk about covid i mean look people hate the deal already but if you haven't got tested i'm sure most people probably have um my daughter flips out like she doesn't like little stuff like little stuff that she thinks is going to uh hurt her or feel uncomfortable she is she's the biggest whiner ever not oh not severed head daughter the other one she's the biggest whiner ever um I'm like, she's like, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It was like, it's not going to hurt. You've had it before. It's fine. She's like, yeah, but they didn't have to go as far for that one. I'm like, it's the same thing. They're going to do the same thing. She's like, no, I don't like, I'm no, I don't want to get it. Like, I don't like, you know, I get, I'm getting worked up here. Right. Cause I, cause I'm like, you're fine. Listen, baby, you're fine. You need to calm down. It's the same thing. That's what I said. Now I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, but I do close my eyes. And I tell you what, <laughs> look, I'll sit there and not make a face or anything, but I'm telling you why. Because, I don't know. I, like, I'm not like a baby, but I do close my eyes. And it's because I know how far that thing's about to get ran up my head. So I don't want to see how long that thing is. And I don't want to see how much it disappears. So when he's like, you ready? I close my eyes and I just put my head on. Oh, it's a drive through. I put my head on the back of the seat and I'm like, all right, let's get it. And, uh, and then he does it. Well, <laughs> he did me first, but she was he wasn't supposed to. Right. So she watches 
this thing get jabbed up my head. She's already scared. Like she's already like, it's gonna hurt. And I was like, ah, it's fine. They just barely go in your nostril. Hey, I don't know. This guy jams it up there like six inches. Uh, I mean, I felt it. I'm not. It didn't hurt, but yeah, I felt it for sure. It's not like it's. I wouldn't do it for fun. Uh, that's probably a good way to word it. I'd do it again. I wouldn't do it for fun. Uh, she watches it happen. Oh man, we're stroked out again here. It's like, uh, it's gonna hurt. I was like, you're fine. You're fine. Just close your eyes. It's fine. Yeah, they jabbed it up there pretty good, but uh, she made it. And by the way, we were negative. Why am I telling you all that? Actually, I don't even know why I just told you all that. Ah, I thought it was a two-timer. Maybe that was it. I thought it was a two-time COVID getter. Turns out I wasn't. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it. I made it. My immune system must be bulletproof because of all this fitness that I'm into, uh, you know, like six months ago and all that stuff. So I might have mentioned last week that my my house is for sale. I might have mentioned that. I don't I don't know if I did. It's on the market. I think that maybe is the words I used. Well, look, I've been <laughs> I've been a collector of stuff. Not not in a hoarding way. Not like in a hoarding way. Just a collector of stuff. Like stuff. Toys. Uh, I don't play with toys obviously anymore but i do buy them and so i just have i've just bought stuff and now that we're moving i started thinking i don't know these this yard sale thing so i watch these tiktok videos there's a guy named gary v gary v's a motivational speaker and uh, and uh i don't know he says things like this well he cusses a lot but he says things like this he's like hey you need to make $5,000, there's $5,000 in your house. He's like, you, you just sell it. You got stuff. Like, it's not hard. I'm, I remember, I'm being Gary Vee. I make millions of dollars going to Marshalls and going to, to I don't know, what else is like Marshall? Ross, Ross's, Ross dress for less. Is it Ross's or Ross? Whatever, right? So, he's like, and then I go there. I, I go to garage sales. I buy stuff. And then I turn around and put them on eBay. Right? He says this stuff all the time. And since I uh, obviously do TikToks, oh, side note to that one, I'll tell after this story. Uh, I decided, I don't know, should I start posting some of this stuff I've been collecting for a while? I mean, there's no, <laughs> so, there's no real reason why I'm collecting. I just think it's like cool stuff. Maybe because when I was a kid, um, my mom and dad would buy me toys for sure, right? It wasn't like I was without toys, but... Some of the things I'm buying now, stuff they... No, I don't buy it right now. Just things I've bought in the last, you know, five, ten years. And I just carry it around. Like, they're still in the packages. I don't take them out of the packages. And so, it'd be stuff they wouldn't have bought me. There's no way they'd have bought me that $100 Ghostbusters set over there I'm staring at across the room right now. Would have happened. Um, but I actually bought that because I thought it looked cool. And it was Ghostbusters. Which, by the way, earlier I said we watched Stripes. We also watched Ghostbusters. Almost, if you ask my brother what his favorite movies are, he's going to say from childhood, it's got to be Ghostbusters and Stripes. And that's it, because he would watch those movies every day on VHS tapes. Uh, so you know the quality was good. Well, anyway, so I bought that. It was like $100. They weren't going to buy me that stuff. Why would I even need that back in the day? So I could play Ghostbusters? Anyway, so just sets there. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my hand at this eBay thing. eBay? Is it eBay? I don't know, eBay, Amazon, uh, Craigslist. 
I think I'm going to try my hand at it. I don't know how it goes, though. You know, I got to take some pictures and I got to put it on there. Sounds like a lot of effort, but I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to sell my stuff. But Okay. I, I, I got to tell you this just because before I lose it, I got my first uh, community guidelines ban on TikTok the other day. And I wasn't aware of it because I don't know if you, I don't post a TikTok every day. I, I just don't. Um, but I went back and read today. I was banned from TikTok for a day. They banned me for a video. It's unbelievable. Do you guys remember uh, Publishers, Pub, Publishers Clearinghouse when I was a kid? There was a commercial on, on every station, it seemed like. Uh, you know, like every time there was a commercial. And it was like, if you don't know, if you don't know, I'm going to educate you. For anybody older, I know you know. So Ed McMahon, he was like the backup guy for Johnny Carson on the Johnny Carson show. Uh, kids may not even know what that is. But... Uh, Ed McMahon would like go to your house with a giant check. <laughs> that was obviously for show. You can't take those checks to the bank. I don't. I don't believe. And uh, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you won Publishers Clearinghouse." Now to this day, I don't remember how much it was. A million dollars, five hundred thousand. I don't know. Million dollars now, five hundred thousand back then was probably like million dollars now. I don't know what it was, but it was some kind of large amount. And then there would be, like, the team of Publishers Clearinghouse. And then they would have a video camera. And Ed McMahon would be there. And they'd give it a check, give you a check, whoever answered the door. And, like, you're the winner of Publishers Clearinghouse. And they would let these balloons go. It was like a thing, right? So my whole life, I was banking on Ed McMahon showing up at my door. My whole life, I was banking on it, right? I was. And uh, you know what? I tell you what. I'm playing. I'm going to play this right now. They called me. Obviously, it's a scam. It's a scam. Apparently, people at TikTok don't know it's a scam. I thought it was a great TikTok, and it wasn't going up, and I was confused. Like 15 minutes later, 15 minutes later, nobody looked at the video, so I was confused. And I'm like, so what is? What's wrong? Yeah, it's because it was banned. I didn't know it um, because by posting. <laughs> I got a call that I won the publisher's clearinghouse, and you're about to hear it, by the way. I don't like playing audio in here, but you get you got to hear it because you can't hear it because TikTok ban it because TikTok sucks, obviously. This phone call literally changed my life. I thought for a long time I was never going anywhere, and then this happened. I mean, it's like Ed McMahon's looking down. Hello, this message is for Lloyd Phillips. My name is John White. And I'm calling you from the publisher's clearinghouse about a certified cashier's check that you have won. For further more details, please return a call. The number is 267 that is 267-435-7670. Goodbye. So that's it. I mean, that's it. Like, uh, you, you you couldn't hear that on TikTok because the, somebody truly believes that that I publishers clearing out? Anyway, like, TikTok is the, the world police to say, it's a scam, do not do this. Because I, I actually, on the video, I the hashtags were, they were, uh, I don't know, changed my life. A miracle happened today. I think that's what it was. My life has been changed. Publisher's Clearinghouse finally came to my house. 
Uh, and then actually in the video, it was the phone number. It's the same phone number you're going to hear him say. I don't care. It's a scam. Blow them up if you want to. Don't give them your money because it's a scam. But blow the number up. I don't. I mean, what a bunch of idiots. Anyway, they banned me from TikTok for a day. I Listen, if you don't know that's a scam, you're an idiot. You deserve to be scammed if you didn't know any better. I mean, listen, the dude said his name was John White. I don't even know what to tell you. So, all right, listen. Hey, everybody, uh, thanks for listening this week. Um, you know, I love everybody. Um, once again, thanks for the for the prayers. Uh, you know, I'm, miracles happen. That's a, that's actually a true miracle, uh, just based off of what the doctor said. I don't I don't know how else to word it any other way. So anyway, once again, thanks for listening. Love everybody. We'll see you.